0: From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplug. <music> Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for the week of June 13th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Whirling. Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this segment, Kevin is going to tell us about his experience at the Art of Animation food court. So take it away, Kevin.
1: We. It was my first visit. I hadn't been to the resort the other day. I was very impressed. It's um, It reminds me of Disney World in 1971. There's a lot of great open space. The trees are kind of small. It's it's what I remember as my first glimpse of Walt Disney World. Huh. Everything was very, very new and it seemed like all of the spaces were huge. I remember standing in line for America the Beautiful and my mom marveling over the fact that the fact the carpet was brand new. It looked like it it smelled brand like brand new carpet in there and that's how this resort hit me the other day when we walked in. It was it just seemed very young. So it was kind of a cool feeling. Uh we Gonna jump right into it. We covered a lot of ground with art of animation last week. So this is just the restaurant review. I was impressed by the fact that they have made such a huge space a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've divided it. They've also put a huge drink station. Yes. Multi-sided drink station in the center of the restaurant. And they've also put it's almost like shielding around it, but a couple sides of the shielding actually turn into booths on the other side um banquette seating so that space also divides it up a little bit uh i was impressed with the fact that they had put things on the window to kind of cut the glare from outside a lot parts of the windows are covered with window clings Clings i don't know what else to call them but so you can see outside in certain areas but the clings add to the theming of outside so i thought that was pretty good Driving into the resort I was amazed because I didn't understand what you meant by the fact that the little mermaid was in Nebraska. I'm not entirely sure it's even in this country. <laughs> it's the same thing I think when I think about people who are staying at the Treehouse Villas and want to use the refillable mug at Saratoga Springs. Yeah. You have to like take multiple forms of transportation to get there. That's what this reminded me of. I it's it's far. It, it is. It's a walk. All right. Getting to the restaurant. Uh, We walked in. I I walked around. I took a lot of pictures of the menus so I could talk about this. John and I decided to start. We went in opposite directions and said to the other one, just get what appeals to you, and I'll get what appeals to me, and we'll meet and we'll review it. So John started with, um,
2: I'm, I'm very impressed that they have an Indian kiosk. Yeah. And I think that's what drew me in immediately was everything kind of looked good, and I thought, this sounds so different. This section with this sort of Indian, almost African... The tandoori stuff. Right, the tandoori stuff and all that stuff. It's really, really sort of attracted me to it.
1: So John started with... um, Hang on, my iPad's acting weird. John started with tandoori Portuguese sausage with naan bread and a choice of two sides. This was $9.99. Now, as I walked around taking pictures and looking at all the things, I said to the lady behind the counter, what is that? And she said, it's grilled non bread. So I have to tell you, it's the first thing that jumped out at me as looking appealing. Of all the things, because they had out everything that was on the menu. They had a display piece so you could see what you were getting. And of all of the things I looked at, that's the thing I thought, oh, I wonder what that's like. It was
2: delicious.
1: It came with a nice big slice of folded naan. There were four
2: sausages, and we got also came with rice. You had your choice of white rice and multigrain rice, and then we got the spinach with the paneer, paneer. bread. That's paneer, paneer cheese, that right? They also had
1: um, a side of bro- our cauliflower, roasted cauliflower, with a Indian tomato sauce over the top of it. I have to tell you, for $9.99, this was a lot of food, and I thought it was really good. They gave us a little cup of like a curry mustard. And if you put a little bit of that mustard on the bread with a bite of the sausage, I thought this was really good. I'm not usually huge on food courts. I don't ever think of there being a flavor at a food court that I can't really either recreate or find someplace else. I felt the same way about eating at the, um, the
2: Mara in Animal Kingdom. I could go back and order this uh, Indian food again. Wow. They also had, I got an extra side. They had a squash, like a butternut squash or an acorn squash. We got a wedge of that. What I think what really impressed me too was that all of the sides are out and in these pans and they just kind of scooped it up and put it in a thing it wasn't like they turned around and made the dish everything was sort of prepared in front of you assembled in front of you
1: and we were I'm gonna guess this is a huge space and there might have been 30 people in the whole place when we were there yeah it was empty Uh, but John's right it was like they had made a serving for a large family and then they just served you out of the the baking utensil. I found the acorn squash, which is their vegetarian entree. You can get the acorn squash with all the sides, etc. I kind of find it a, I found it a little tasteless. I thought it needed my help. I would have to add salt and pepper and maybe a little brown sugar to it. It was just kind
2: of bland. I thought everything was great. I love this meal. I thought it was fantastic. My only complaint was I wish it was hotter. Everything was kind of warm when you got to the to the table i just wish everything was hot
1: everything was stored under a, a heat lamp mm. yeah so it wasn't freshly prepared but the flavors were all there i thought it was pretty good now i had ventured over to the the burger area the burgers out front looked really good but we've all had burgers we know what it, disney can do with a burger these didn't look to really be any different However, I found something called a Surf and Surf Burger.
3: Yeah, tell me about that. That sounded good. It was
1: a crab cake. a Freshly, it was, I, well, I have a feeling it was a preformed crab cake, but then they grilled it, and it came on, on top with um, a couple of deep fried popcorn shrimp, lettuce and tomato, and I don't know, like a tartar sauce rumoulade kind of thing. It was also night, I'm sorry, that was 1029, and... That also was very good. It was very messy because there was a lot of moisture in the crab cake and the bun fell apart. However, the flavors were all there. That also came with fries for your 1029. And we thought the fries were incredible.
0: And better to have a a moist crab cake than a dry crab cake. Mm
1: -hmm. My only point of contention is that if you're going to make it as a burger, it kind of fell apart as a burger. It, It ended up you had to eat it pretty much with a knife and fork. Not that it was bad. Right. But it stops being a burger once I
3: can't hold it. Tell me about the house-made fries. They're supposed to be really—they have
1: a little bit of seasoning on them. And in my opinion, <sighs> Disney always takes their fries out a minute too early. I like my fries with a little more brown on them to have like a little bit of a.
3: So they don't like mush, right? Get, right. Yeah, I like snap. them to have a little snap to them. Yeah, and I, I do don't want to be burnt or hard, but
1: I like them to have some crispness to it. Yeah. So that was good. So we sat there, and we oh, and we got a refillable mug. So it was about $40 for, Now John got a side item, two side items on his meal. So those were extra. And so it was about $40, but that was with the refillable mug, which was $12, $13. 13 Our meal was about $27. So we decided that that probably wasn't enough to flesh out a review. So they had something that everybody dinged me for that I should have tried at when we reviewed... Port Orleans Riversides Food Court, and that was a create your own pasta dish. So we thought, all right, let's do one more. So I went back and I got a create your own pasta dish, and I wasn't recognized, but the man asked me what I was doing. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you've walked around and looked at everything more than once, you've taken pictures of everything, you ordered food and went and sat down. I thought, there's not enough people here to keep you busy. However, when I say he, this was all very friendly, he was extraordinarily friendly. Everybody in this place was extraordinary. Isn't it friendly. amazing? Very, very there friendly. was a little boy, and he asked one of the cast members a question, and I, I kind of walked in. What is that
0: noise? That's Skype. Um, somebody coming on or off of Skype. Okay. Um, I didn't shut it down after the last segment.
1: It just sounds like a big water drop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So this little boy asked a cast member a question. There was a lot of cast members standing around in the general vicinity, kind of directing people in different ways. And whatever he asked the cast member got them all in unison. And they all got clapping and stomping and saying, say it again. And the little boy would say it again. And they'd all laugh and jump and up and down and clap and stomp and say, say it again. So it was very interactive. No one talked to me, though, (laughs) except the man behind the counter. And he said, you're up to something. And I said, what makes you think that? And I, he asked me all these questions. And he said, so what are you really doing? I said, we're doing a food review for a local website. And he said, I'm not afraid at all. Good and for him. I didn't give him any information about right. who I was or where I was from. It wasn't that kind of conversation. The other thing that was uh, very interesting, and I have to start. I apologize. I jumped ahead. Was when we got the um, the make-your-own-pasta, there was... A sign up that told you what you could put in your make your own pasta and you had three choices of pasta i'll stop saying pasta now campanelle which is kind of flower shaped bow tie pasta and multi-grain linguine <laughs> i'm sorry you can't cook that multi-grain stuff soft enough you have to boil it for like three days <laughs> you had a choice of three uh Sauces: pesto, Alfredo, or marinara, and then your toppings were prosciutto, shrimp, chicken, andouille sausage, spinach, broccoli, garlic mushrooms, green peas, onion, sun-dried tomatoes, roasted red peppers, Parmesan cheese, and Kalamata olives. Lord, and you are allowed if you want everything on the list in your pasta. You are more than welcome. If they put a scoop in and then you say to them, no, I want like six more scoops of that, they're quite willing to put anything you want in the pasta. Now,
3: this is the same with the build-your-own salad. Do they have like a big metal bowl that is assembling your meal right there as you walk along?
1: Well, actually, no. What happens is there's... Like a salad bar kind of setup, but mm-hmm. the person on the other side has little ice cream scoops, right? And goes along and picks out what you want, but they put it in a sauté pan. Okay. Because what happens is they sauté the ingredients, add your sauce to it, and I was very impressed. They have a large round pot with four little quadrant-sized or four little um, triangular quadrants. Triangular quadrants, and is so they can in the pot there are four little strainers that are pie-shaped, like you're playing. Um, Trivial Pursuit. Trivial Pursuit. And those four things are so they can heat your pasta in okay. separate... They portion out your pasta and they pour it into one of those little strainers and drop it in the boiling water. That way they can actually have four... Because they have, he has four or six burners going at the same time. Yeah. So we can have a bunch of people's stuff cooking at the same time.
3: See, that's amazing. But the salad area, because I've, I've done this, the Make Your Own Salad, it's just all the ingredients and you go along and get whatever you want as much as you want, just like the pasta. Did you know there's one of them in Millennium Mall also? Really? Mm-hmm. And you get a huge salad at the end. Yep. An absolutely huge
1: salad. I did that someplace else. I did that at Port Orleans Riverside. But this was this was very good. So as he was doing it, I said to him, you know, do you put, put some garlic in that oil so it, it's got some flavor. I said, okay. And he asked me what kind of sauce I wanted and I said, I want the marinara, but I'm marinara is always a little bitter so can you uh put a little bit of your alfredo sauce in it just like a couple of tablespoons just to mellow it out a little bit and as we were going along i had a couple of other suggestions when he was finished with the pasta i said before you mix the pasta in with the sauce could you put a little of the parmesan cheese on that so it gets all through the and he turns around he looks at me he goes you're a cook aren't you <laughs> <laughs> he said I am he said to me do you want to come back here and do this now again I want you to know that this he's is he's being friendly right this was all very friendly it was a joking thing he wasn't being rude it was so then after that he said what are you up to and I told him what I did and he said that he was not afraid so I, did, I got, had a nice conversation with him I said I was impressed with the variety of the food and he said one of the things that Disney did in this was they asked the people who were going to be doing the cooking for their input good. And he said, there's no, I said, and I'm surprised that there's not a chicken finger. When I walked in here, I sort of assumed this was going to be food court redux. He said they were pretty adamant about the fact that any, everybody was kind of willing to accept whatever ideas people had, But pretty much everybody had the same idea. Why do something that you can do everywhere else? And I kind of thought to myself, well, hallelujah.
3: Wow. Did you try the chicken burger, the ground chicken burger?
1: No, I just told you about the three things we tried. Okay. There were only two of us and we had three meals. So,
3: The pasta
2: was really, really good. And I think what impressed me the most about the pasta was that it tasted, everything tasted very fresh. It didn't taste like the stuff had been sitting there for days and days and days. We had prosciutto, we had andouille sausage,
1: we had green peas, we had sun-dried tomatoes, we had roasted red peppers, and we had a few kalamata olives in ours.
0: Wow. And that's, a it, nice, that's a nice pasta.
1: Sounds good. It was also a large portion, yeah. and I apologize. Let me go back through my... I took pictures of the menu, because the menus are way up overhead, and they have nothing in print for you to take away. Uh, the create your own pasta was 10.99 see yep. that's
0: incredible but it was a large service. it's a huge that's service. what i'm saying it's it's the, you know when you're talking about dinner you're talking about a dinner entree for an adult being 11 dollars at disney world i don't think anywhere that's really reasonable yeah. it felt and, like and when it you're was... talking and when you're using i'm sorry but when you're using words like fresh and flavorful mm-hmm. and really good and that makes it even. It that felt makes like it even was better. a pound
2: of pasta. It was a lot of pasta. Yeah, I would I mean, guess it was it was a huge probably amount. ten ounces of pasta. We did not least. finish the
1: pasta. No, we we did it to try it to come back and tell you about it. Now it comes with a slice of grilled bread. We did we take we actually we felt it, and it was kind of hard, and we were full at that point, so it wasn't worth trying to soften up. However, we did order a side of the cheesy pesto bread. And that's four ninety nine and it's two of the same slices of Italian bread, but it's covered with pesto and then run under one of those Pizza Hut things that makes the, the pizza slide along all by itself. So basically it was garlic bread with pesto and that was very good. It was and it, cheese, it, it was yeah. kinda pricey at five dollars. That's two fifty a slice, but I I can't even ding them for that because it was good. So we tried a lot of stuff and I <laughs> would tell you that a lot of the things are cooked right in front of you. Yeah, My um, surf and surf burger, I watched her cook the, the burger on the grill, the crab cake. The other thing they're doing is they're taking people's names and they tell you to kind of stay around the area, but they'll tell you about how long it's going to take to prep your food. Now, when I did the pasta, they took my name and they said it's going to be three or four minutes for him to assemble it all and call your name. I just happened to be standing there and having a conversation. But you could wander around and look at other stations and they were calling out people's names. I have a feeling this might get a little more chaotic mm-hmm. as it gets busier and busier and busier. But I I thought it was good. I really thought it was good. Now, this was $17 for the um, the pasta, the side of garlic bread. That was on top of the 40 that we originally spent. So it was 50 Fifty-seven dollars, but as John said,
0: thirteen
2: of it.
1: Thirteen of it was a refillable mug, and if you so, it's um, this could have fed four $44. people. Forty-four dollars, so it works out to be you oh, know but. fifteen bucks a person for lunch
2: or dinner. There's also a very uh, there's a lot of stuff in their coolers besides just drinks. There's some sushi, there's some other items uh, that they have in the cooler, and they had some cute stuff like they had chocolate covered strawberries. Oh wow! In their cooler, so I thought. You know, they're really trying to put some different stuff into this food court. And it also looked like they had things that would be better to bring back to your room, I guess, because these rooms now have refrigerators, you know, things like little containers of milk and juice and stuff. So I think they're really trying hard. If you went
1: further than the pictures, you asked for a headshot of somebody.
0: Oh, we so were practicing. Those, are, those are John's headshots? Those,
2: those were the...
1: the... Well,
0: I like the mugshot one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where I told him? Pete asked for a headshot of everybody. And John didn't like any of the photos I had of him, so we we're, were practicing at lunch. What's the I'm experience? not going to stand here and hold this for you. If you want to oh. flip through, you can, because she's looking
0: at me from across the. There's so, 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 some great pictures of the food, by the way. You took really good pictures of the food. Good, thank Looks you. It's really That's appetizing. I, I, I'm going to tell you that I, I am just. <laughs> I'm really thrilled. With what they have done and are doing with the Art of Animation Resort, you know, few things excite me when you have the words "value resort" added to them. I don't. Yeah, get this it. isn't
1: a value resort; it's a misnomer.
0: <laughs> well, it's the the, the the official term for it is "value plus," but I think what they have they have really created something very special here, and I hope. A, that it becomes very popular and very busy. But in doing so, I hope it doesn't lose any of what it has right now. The friendliness of the staff, the professionals of the staff, the quality of the food, the overall quality and feel of the property. The excitement
1: I ho- that was there. Exactly. I, I can tell you that I've been to every Disney resort in Florida. I've been to every Disney resort in Disneyland. And for the first time in many years, I was envious of the people out at the pool. Wow. It was a nice, warm day. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I got to tell you, if I was here, I would like to be out there with my feet in this pool with you know, a drink in my hand. The theming was really, really good. I didn't feel like I was at a motel six and I stood there and I tried to figure out what is it that's making me think this looks so nice. And I think one of the things is the idea that the re- the rooms don't open out onto the pool, Yeah, that this is an actual hotel Correct. as a, opposed to a motel. And, and I think that is very appealing. I,
0: it is to me anyway. And for those who have listened to the show for any length of time, you know, we, we don't hand out this kind of praise, especially to value resorts. Uh, very easily uh, this hotel my only concern with this hotel is its price point when you talk about the family suites at $300 a night I think that's difficult
1: now I didn't see a room
0: I right. didn't go Unders- understood. Room. Yeah, no, we did the we we right. covered that
1: and John tells me that
2: I wouldn't be happy in a room
0: no no, you would no, not. That's
2: not a resort for us. It's no, defi- it's not. I could see kids showing up to this resort and losing their minds.
0: This is definitely, this is definitely a family resort. Right. This is not. Absolutely. You know, look. If if you're, you know, if, if if you're on a budget and you don't mind sleeping in a full size bed, uh, and you're just a couple, great. That's that's great. I mean, Walter and I couldn't do it. You you guys couldn't do it. I don't know an awful lot of people that would do it, but. That's my only concern is, is the price point. And not that I don't think it's particularly worth it. I just think that it's it's a hard sell.
1: What would make them, and I haven't been in the room, so I don't know if it's a, a size issue. What would make them choose a full-size bed over I, a queen-size it's, bed? It's I, a
2: square foot issue. They're trying to maximize the square footage of those rooms by putting in things that save them space. I, Can I give my little, what what kind of really bothered me about this resort, though? Can sure. I just give that? When we went into the... To the uh, to the store outside of the food court, really nice, cool merchandise, very colorful, excellent place. Behind the register is a glass curio cabinet with alcohol and cigars and cigarettes. And I'm talking predominantly placed.
0: Yeah, I noticed that. And I don't
2: know, it's just I maybe mean, I don't, I don't think I'm a prude, but I kind of went like, "Oh, this is not f-
0: As you get older, yeah, you are.
2: I'm getting more and more of a prude. Yeah, well, yeah I in think I am. The, the, the
1: there are besides having the grab and go section in this food cart court there's a little grab and go section that you can like augment your meals it's like um, point of purchase stuff, desserts
2: and things like that yeah.
1: but there's wine and beer in every single one of them and anytime you talk to somebody in retail eye level is the prime spot Right. This, you want to prom- the stuff you want to promote is at eye level and at eye level in every single one of those cabinets was wine and beer which surprised me that didn't offend me, right? But it surprises me that at a family resort, now if you're paying three hundred bucks a night and you got five people in one of those little rooms, you're going to need wine and beer. <laughs> and maybe you got a drink to get through. It's it. called lubricant. It's like you know, get it going. I just,
0: I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I just think across the board they have done an extraordinary job. I agree with this hotel, and I think that you know, it's in my opinion the latest in a string of successes. The, the last two mainly being uh, uh, the, the dream and the fantasy. Uh, another, another two products they roll out, where, you know, as I said in the review that we did, if you didn't know this hotel had just opened, you never would have guessed this hotel had just opened because it was so well run and it was so, uh, uh, everything seemed so seamless. It seems like these people had been working there for years. And that's what you want when you walk into uh, a resort for the first time, but it's really hard to do. I mean, I don't think people understand how difficult that is to do, how difficult it is when Disney launches a new ship and they do it so seamlessly and so flawlessly. That is not easy. That takes an incredible amount of work, an incredible amount of management, an incredible amount of training to do that, and if you miss on any one of those fronts, you're going to have problems. So when they do these things and they they turn out as as flawless as they have, you know, I say to myself, okay, what? Clearly, they're doing something at the upper levels of management to 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 make these things, these resorts and these ships, launch so well. And whatever it is they're doing, I just have to encourage it because. You know, really nice to go in the first day it opens and not feel like you're a beta tester, that you're paying full price to be a beta tester. We've complained about that before when, you know, something's not ready, but they're still charging full price. Don't practice on me. Exactly. And that's I, I, I didn't feel that with the dream. I didn't feel that with the fantasy. And I certainly didn't feel it with the art of animation. So it's good to hear that the food court kind of lives up to the rest of it.
1: I have a feeling this is going to be very, very popular, a very, very popular place with the people at Wide World of Sports.
0: Yeah, it's right there.
1: It's right across the street. Um, I would not make this a destination. If you're in the Magic Kingdom, I wouldn't suggest you leave to go eat lunch at the
2: Art of Animation food court. However, if you want to see this resort, build in a, a snack. Build well, in I, had said,
0: I had said to people that, whether you're staying there or not, you really, if you get the chance, take some time and go over there. And I've had a few people email me telling me, you know, I took your advice, and it's incredible. They really, you know, you can make an afternoon out of it. If you've got nothing else going on, make an afternoon out of it. Go check it out.
1: One of the things I always find, and I actually detest pops entry. I don't like the look of it. I don't like anything about it. I don't like those big card wood, Plywood thing stuck to the side. I just don't like it. It doesn't appeal to me at all, and I kind of feel the same way about the the All Star Resorts. Um, I understand their place. I understand why people stay there. I understand. I get it. I really do. They don't appeal to me. They seem kind of afterthoughtish. Mm-hmm. This doesn't.
0: No, that's exactly what I said in the review.
1: This feels. The outside of the buildings reminds me of the painting on the swan and dolphin. The buildings are actually decorated and painted to match the theming of where you are. The landscaping between the Finding Nemo area, which is palm trees and kind of eventually will be lush greenery. When you go into the Cars Land, it's more of sort of an out west, American west kind of landscape with skinny little pine trees. And I thought it was great.
0: They did a great job. They did a great job. And, uh, you know, more praise, more praise coming for the Art of Animation Resort. So thank you, John and Kevin, for that. That will do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.